Welcome to the Alliant in the Public Eye podcast, a show dedicated to exploring risk management topics and challenges faced by today's public sector leaders. Here are your hosts, Carlene Patterson and Justin Swarbrick. Welcome, everybody, to episode number one of In the Public Eye podcast. My name is Justin Swarbrick. I'm with Carlene Patterson, and we both are insurance brokers at Alliant that serve public entity clients all across the country. And if you're not familiar with In the Public Eye, that's a newsletter that we have sent out for a lot of years uh, through email. And as the, the world changes and ways to share information changes, we thought we would try a podcast. And really the goal of our podcast is to get good information into the hands of public entities. We are uh, in the midst of a very difficult insurance market, probably the most difficult market we've been in since the 80s. And there's quite a bit of change happening. So we don't just want to focus on that and give you more information about why the market is doing what it's doing. We also want to talk about ways to combat the market forces that are happening around us and give public entities some ideas around that. And we're going to have a number of other industry specialists and and really get their expertise on the different factors that are playing a big role in the current marketplace, but also how we can work to improve your situation in such a volatile time. So, Carlene, the insurance market's been cyclical since the beginning. What is so different about this hard market cycle than cycles we've seen in the past? You know, Justin, I think there's a couple of things that is driving this very difficult market. Uh, you have, you know, traditional risks that we've been dealing with, you know, whether they're property related, liability, workers' comp. But then you add so many emerging and changing risks, whether it's cyber, um, challenges around police professional, diversity and inclusion. And then you add in the pandemic and the civil unrest and budget constraints. And a lot of that is really driving what's going on today. But to really understand, because the market was hardening even earlier than 2020 when the pandemic hit, um, we have to go back a couple of years and even look from a historical perspective on what was impacting the insurance market in the last 5, 10, 15 years in order to understand where they're coming from today. We have underwriters you know, on a daily basis telling us that um, they are looking you know, to be profitable. And their carrier performance, you know, their uh, management is looking, um, Lloyds of London, you know, they're coming in and looking and saying, how can you return to profitability? And when the insurance market is investing their premiums and you're not getting their dollars back in, you know, by investing those, the only other way they can look to improve carrier performance is to look at it from a premium standpoint. So really going back and looking at how they've been performing the combined ratios over the past few years is really what's driving it today. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a great point. When when you look at the combined ratio for the industry, really since 2016, it, it's operating at about 100%. So essentially what that means is every dollar an insurance company collects, 
they're paying out a dollar for premiums, expenses, overhead, et cetera. And, and there absolutely was a time that was okay. And, and in fact, that may have been the goal because you could make so much money on the investment returns from the premium, from investing the premium that you collected, but those days are gone. And for instance, the yield on a 10-year treasury bond is currently less than 1%. So it puts a ton of pressure on the underwriters to make a profit. And, and I think that's, what, that's exactly what you're talking about. It's hard to believe where we're at today when you think back to just 2015, 2016, we were in the softest market for a long time. And as brokers, we were upset when we weren't bringing our clients bigger reductions. And it, it just, it's amazing how, how quickly it's changed. But even, even through the change with the premium increases, we are hearing and seeing the carriers continuing to hover around that 100% combined ratio, which has led to some more dramatic changes with limit structures, deductible structures, as well as continued premium correction. And, you know, I, looking at the insurance market, I mean, you're right, going back to 2015, the number of carriers that we had the ability to access um, from 2015 to 2020, the number of competitive markets has gone down because, you know, carriers have merged, um, certain carriers have pulled out of, of certain markets as they, they change their capacity in trying to be profitable. And so that impacts how we're able to negotiate, you know, with less markets to compete. But, you know, when they're concerned about profitability, we're concerned about making sure we're getting the, the most competitive terms and conditions, but we need those insurance markets and we need them to be there, you know, for those catastrophic losses. And so it, I mean, it is a concern. Yeah, I, and I think probably the biggest difference between now and the 80s was there was a sense where public entities just could not buy insurance. There, there weren't carriers around uh, that would offer them. And, and out of that came public entity pools, which by every measure had been a huge success for cities and schools and, and other municipalities. Since then, we don't want to get back to that point to where there just are not uh, insurance carriers to offer coverage to our public entity clients. And I think, you know, there's so many different things that are impacting, you know, not only what they're charging on the premium side, but looking at what they're paying out on the claim side, uh, you know, an average claim five, 10 years ago was much smaller than they are today. Um, you know, in 2019, we had over 14 different catastrophic losses that resulted in over a billion dollars in losses each. And that was just not something we saw, you know, contributing to that is, you know, where we're developing, you know, urban development, the cost of, of reconstruction is going up. And so those losses are just bigger than they used to be. Right. So. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt we're seeing changing weather patterns. And the, the point you made about the weather events that were greater than a billion dollars, unfortunately, that's becoming a trend. If you look back to the 80s, and you were to measure how many events annually, weather events annually were greater than a billion dollars, we only breached 10 events probably three or four times. Mm -hmm. Every year since 2015, we have had 10 or more billion dollar weather events in the United States. 
Right. And as population grows, development grows, as, as you said, these claims are just more frequent, more severe, and it, it all plays a role in what's happening in the property market. Right. But, you know, back in you know, a few years ago, the only thing we were looking to model were earthquakes and hurricanes, you know, tropical storms and when they would hit. And now there's additional types of catastrophic exposures. You've got the wildfires in, you know, the western states. You have the convective storms in the Midwest, uh, where before we weren't having those same types of losses that we're having today. Right. And I, and I think infrastructure is playing a role in, in claim activity, and, and especially with public entities. As capital improvement budgets get delayed, it does leave the exposure open for, for additional claims. For, for instance, the dam in Michigan, in Midland, Michigan this year, that failed. That was catastrophic for an area that I don't think was very flood prone, but when you have a dam that empties an entire lake into a region, that wreaks havoc. Right. So there's a whole lot of aspects to this. And, and as we go through this series, we're gonna be bringing in underwriters and, and another specialist who, who focused on the property market, but Unfortunately, it's not just the property market that we're struggling with. It's right. the liability market, I think some may argue, is even more volatile right now and, uh, and continue to change pretty rapidly. What's, ha what's going on there in you, from your view? Wow, you know, there are so many things that are um, driving liability losses you know fortunately for many public entities they have favorable tort caps but you know some of the things that we're going to talk about are you know the skyrocketing verdicts you have so many unique exposures that public entities face um, we're working with minors through you know k through 12 and a lot of the programs that our municipal clients offer um, you have public safety so you're dealing with you know the issues and the civil unrest around police professional liability claims and, um, you know, with our K through 12 and colleges, you know, traumatic brain injury is still an issue. And so there's coverages that are very difficult to get carriers to sit on top of. There are exposures that more and more public entities are having to self-insure. And so it's a difficult liability market. Yeah, I think, I think what's interesting is the, the exposure hasn't necessarily changed. We've always right. had minors, we've always had contact sports, we've always had police, but what we're seeing is nuclear jury verdicts. We're seeing claim settlements higher than they ever have been. And it's been such an exponential curve. This has not been a gradual curve. It's been, it's been very rapid, very fast, that underwriters and actuaries, they just priced the coverage incorrectly the past 10 years because they couldn't account for such such big claims. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's so you have these property claims, you have liability claims and and what's being paid out and it's no longer a US insurance market. It's a global insurance market and as brokers, you and I spend a lot of time individualizing our clients in the insurance marketplace and trying to make them stand out for, you know, good reasons and getting a lot of, you know, really good information to the underwriting community, but unfortunately it's it's very difficult to 
keep our clients here, even if they don't have a cat issue or they, or, you know, they do have favorable tort caps because of so much of what's going on in the insurance market and other places, you've got us domestic carriers who are reinsured by global European carriers. So their pricing is impacted by what's going on in Japan or what's going on in Europe or what's going on, you know, in the middle East. So, you know, you can take a clean loss to the insurance market. But that doesn't mean that clean loss or that, you know, that clean exposure is going to have no rate increase or no changes in their terms and conditions. And it's something that I think we want to explore a little bit further and how when there's so many things that our clients can't control, what are the things that they can control and what can they do to positively impact what's going on? Yeah, I, you know, given the market right now, everybody is marketing their coverage. It's. You, you almost have to with some of the increases we're seeing as a good fiduciary. And as a result, underwriters have stacks of submissions as high as their desk, and they can be very choosy as to what they, they want to work on. So putting together good submissions, having good data, having good secondary characteristics so the modeling results are more favorable are all some things that, as you say, we can control. Because there are market forces we just can't. But if we can get our arms around what we can control, then we're going to, our clients are going to be able to have the best outcome possible. That's absolutely the case. And so I think it's, we're looking forward to, you know, seeing what we're experiencing in the insurance market, see what some of our clients have done to differentiate themselves and then communicate these tips and tricks to you. And it's all about communication, what you know, you're communicating to your broker partners and what we're communicating to the insurance market. And then in turn, what you're going back and communicating to your leadership, because there are things internally that can be done to make your risk more positive in the insurance market as well. Right, yeah, good point. It's, it's one of those things, uh, if the market has an effect you yet, if you're listening to this, it, it is going to, and it's very likely going to in 2021. Uh, hopefully the information that we share today was helpful. You know, really what we're looking forward to is, is getting a whole lot of great guests with great information to share so that when, when you have to deliver those difficult messages to leadership, uh, you're prepared. Absolutely. So looking forward to next time. Thank you for listening. And for more information, go to insurance.alliant.com forward slash in the public eye.